Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 770. And today we're going to dive into Jinky 53. Um, we're going to start looking into Jinky 53, which is keynoted Evolving Beyond evo Evolution. And, um, and this is a very particular Jinky where I split in the way that Richard Rod uses the words to communicate. And I'm going to really going to go on to that from a certain point of view. We're talking about the same thing, but at the other, we're, I'm seeing a different configuration of reality. And it is because of the understanding and misunderstanding of the nature of time um, that he only addresses on some jinkies. But in this particular one, If we are looking at wholeness, because ultimately that's that's the goal with this work, right? Realize what is wholeness. And that is realizing what life is, right? Wholeness is life. Which is only one. One universe or one multiverse, if you want to call it, which is the same universe with infinite outcomes, right? All simultaneously. And there is no separation among any of the elements within that multiverse, which is the journey of this particular multiverse, which is still an aspect of life. When we're talking about even the beginning of the Big Bang, beginning of physicality, beginning of seven layers of reality, of time, in this womb of reality. And there is even more life beyond and before that. And, and, and another way of explaining what is there. Because it's not beyond or before. Because there's no time. It's a, it's a, other, a whole other reality. Okay? Um, and so, when you're looking at that, you are not that. So, you cannot use words like community or... or uh, um, Collective, right? And you cannot use words like individual, right? Because you have to define those words in the in the in the context of something that is that it is it can ever can never be separate. So as soon as you utter the words collective, it means you're looking at it from the outside. You are not. The embodied understanding. And this is what, um, you know, Richard Rudd is doing with his jinkies, looking at, you know, trying to you'd make a utopia out of a vision. And as we have seen throughout history, utopic visions are head trips because we are looking at God from the outside when you experience God. And this is something else, you know, because at, at this point we're getting, and, and the more we deepen into this work, we're going to have to find our definitions of things because of our experiences, not because of our beliefs. And it's very interesting to, to encounter this need for physical proof to, to um, homogenize a, a, a specific perspective that it can fit everybody. And this is where I differ from where 
Richard goes particularly with this jinky, uh, which goes from the shadow of immaturity through the gift of expansion all the way to the city of superabundance. All of that I agree perfectly, and we're going to dive into what is this immaturity, and then we're gonna, uh, and then I'm gonna as we as we go through this, um, it's going to take us a few episodes to go through this shadow. Um, I'm gonna read what is what is his perspective on this and and how I see that is lacking elements and the most primordial elements is the conglomeration of what he calls the self, right? And or the human. And that is that is at this point is beginning to become because I've been talking about this on other podcast episodes. It's beginning to become very evident that if we don't from the very beginning decisively separate the personality from who we are and we try to continue to further our observation of reality as as one whole thing and and I know I'm being a little bit counterintuitive with what I just said right but I'm let me get there um then at at some point whatever it is that we're going to be trying to explain it's going to include that perspective of the personality as if it was real but it is not because the personality doesn't exist the personality is the one that it believes it separately but it's a belief it isn't real it is a construct and because we have the ability to create all sorts of infinite constructs in any different directions we desire because we have the ability to observe anything, including illusion, right? And 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 so this is what the personality is. Add on top of that, you've got a biophysicalization of consciousness as the body evolved through you know billions of years to become the bio machine. Now that bio machine, because it's made out of God, it has that um, natural drive forward on itself but it is limited because it's a tool it's a bio tool and at the ultimate level at the very core of subatomic reality it's not even there and this is when we're really going back all the way through time this is what all of this has is very important for us to consider all of this within the concept of our misunderstanding of time and how time creates these illusory separations, right? That now we're trying to fix with words like collective and utopia and community and all of that bullshit. And I'm going to, and I, there's a very, very specific reason why I'm saying that. And that is because if there is only one, then there cannot be a collective or a community or a utopia. There is only one. It's like you're on an island by yourself, right? Like, you know, cast away, Tom Hanks, right? And he's there. And now he has, you know, Wilson. And it's just a ball with blood in, in a face, right? And he's having a communication with Wilson. But it is really just him. And that is what we are. We There's only one of us, but it's so advanced that in order for us, for, for I, right? The, the I... To have this amazing, wonderful adventure 
It created Wilsons all over the place. We are Wilsons. So how are you going to create a community or a collective when there's only one of us? It's impossible. And that is why every single fucking hippie commune made out there, every single business and, and social, like, you know, what's it called, corporate culture, or every single movement throughout history, it has lasted until somebody get pissed off and break it down. These are not eternity. This is, these, and, and, and it's happening, you know, with the Jinkies community and all religions all everywhere. You're trying to make something. You're trying to fit a, a, a square peg in a round hole. Because it isn't real. And that's why we're going to be diving into and going really, really head on, head on with this like concept that, you know, uh, Richard is saying that the individual doesn't exist. But it is because he's seeing it from the personality. He's seeing God from the outside. You cannot talk about God you cannot talk about God, <laughs> period. <laughs> I mean, we're just, you know, taking a, a dance around the tree to take a piss here every time we're talking about God here because words are incredibly useless. Because God is an experience, is being, right? And when I mean God, I mean the entire of the multiverse simultaneously. You're looking at another individual, individual. And this is this is where we're diving into the paradox, Right? You're looking at yourself. And so this is the only way we're making this transition. Because at the other end, once, once, once you are the God, everyone is the God. And it doesn't matter if they are or not. Because there are parts of God that are parts of you or of I, right, that are experiencing life in order for to have that Wilson experience, right? You don't need anyone. To get it. For you to get it. And that is the way to get it. And what I mean by get it is. Remember. Remember the purpose and the reason for life. And it is not enlightenment. This is another fucking head trip of the new age. We're here to become enlightened. The next thing you're fucking like. Checking out that everything you do is fucking perfect. And you need to meditate and you know like be like all saintly. And the more you try to do that, the more unhappy you become. I've been to places, so spiritual places, right? Quotes. Where the people are more fucked up than anywhere else. Because of that constraint, you already have put yourself in a box. God is God. is unlimited. The only way that you can. And this is, this is going completely counter in terms of. Lexico, lexicon or language, right? Or expressing of language. Because I don't ultimately know what's the ultimate perspective that Richard looks at all of this. But this is going counter to whatever we're going to be looking into the jinky today and tomorrow, probably the day afterwards today. You have to be an individual in order to, uh, uh, to recognize and remember who you are, which is the entire of the multiverse. God. There is no such thing as a collective. You can be a collective while you're trying to get there. But when you get there, there is no collective. And this is why it's a challenge. Because it's a try. And we're also going to be talking about fear of intent at the beginning of reality. And how 
<laughs> how the attempt to to sanitize your creations make them dirty. And there is nothing wrong with dirty creations because ultimately everything is dirty. At the at the beginning, you see, you know, how the planet started, you know, masses of gas and magma explosions from billions of years. Eventually, you're going to start having, you know, things grow. There is no such thing as dirty or clean. These are all the head trips of the personality. So we're going to dive into that one and and expand our consciousness to the point that we realize the way back home is the individual the individual self expression but in absolute awareness of the difference between the observer and the personality because if you do not have that complete awareness then you you start head tripping and that's how people go down the nasty you know dark ladder, right? I am God. Right? Because there's no there's no recognition of the one who feels separated, who's looking to be to create collective community and all that bullshit, right? Cuz he feels so separated. When you are downloading the love of God, you are that love. And wherever you go, people feel it. You are not making collective or community or family. It is. You are not seeing the experience from the outside trying to make it happen because the fucking try never happens. Either you do it or you're not. You don't like, you know, old wisdom of Yoda, right? Either you fucking do it or you don't. You are being that beaming of light. And wherever you go, people are happy. Things are working. You don't have to make it. It's organic. Right? And that changes everything because it's being done from the inside, from within. You're not thinking. The personality is not trying to make it happen. It is happening. And that is the big difference between observing all of this from the bullshit of the personality that's trying to make it and using fucking words like collective and community and utopia. And all of this bullshit that never fucking works. Why? Because it's not being it. Remember, there is no time. The moment you bring time in the equation, there's a day that will happen. There's a prophecy. There's the blah, 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 blah. We're going to be getting into that when we get to episode uh, Jinky 55. It's going to be really, really, really spicy. But before we dive into all of that stuff right now, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinky's. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode and that'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this tool, the Jinkies, to understand our misunderstandings of reality. In order for us to become present so that we can walk through the door to the kingdom of heaven. Because when you collapse time... And time is consciousness. Remember, in reality, we have three dimensions of space and one dimension of time. Consciousness is everywhere, but it is present, right? There's no space in consciousness. One dimension of space, that is here, and three dimensions of time, which is past, present, and future. So when you collapse both of those into one, you walk through the present, and that is the kingdom of heaven. 
And um, that is our destiny. And ultimately, our genetic manifested destiny, because the body is going to follow where God goes. Wherever the consciousness goes, the body will follow. And all of reality. We love all of these movies about gods and, you know, superheroes and superpowers and all of this stuff. That sounds sci-fi and fantasy and adventure and magic and great things, right? Because we are great. Because everything is great. Because we are God. Because everything is God. And so we're here experiencing life in a limited expression of time in order for us to become so focused that our attention becomes honed like a laser and we can collapse time and manifest reality, which is the present moment. So on that page, episode 256, listen to that episode. And, uh, and there's also a link there that says, uh, uh, click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. That's on every page. And uh, that'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your hologenetic profile. This is the, 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 the map, the key we're using to start understanding this tool, this Jinkies. And it's very important that you see this tool as a, this tool as a tool. It's a fucking tool. Because we start putting everything on pedestal. Oh, the fucking astrology, the jinkies, the human design, you know, Buddhism, Christianism. And what does that do? That separates us from God. This is a tool like a hammer or like, a, you know, like scissors. You, you use it for the use intended and then you, you do your thing. You live your life. Because we start worshipping these tools and we lose the point. And it's not that we're going to be lost there forever because, you know, at some point we're going to get it. But it is not, it is not ultimately the most, the most joyful experience that you can have using a tool like this. And, you know, um, we don't even know if somebody actually needs to go through all of that suffering in order to get it. Because ultimately... Mostly a lot of people do. We call that the dark night of the soul. So it's part of the journey. But on that page, episode 256, you see uh, a lot of information and links and charts and a video and another podcast. And, you know, there's a, there's a resources section that will take you to the Jinkies website. If you want to learn more about this stuff, you can see it there. All of that stuff is there. And... Um, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, about TV, about me, about Pearl Planet, click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. Our goal with this brand, Planet Homemaking, the pioneers of the Great Awakening, TV, Pearl Planet, all of this is the same brand, right? Different names. Um, it is to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. We do not have a real civilization in this reality right now. We have shit. In every single layer of reality. The only thing real here is the people. And our interactions. Our relationships with each other. And our creations before they get absorbed by the you know world shadow. We call it right. The world system. And it's all lies. And it is, uh, <laughs> it is a game that it's very sad. And, uh, and most people are very, very sad and disconnected in this reality. Stressed and hurried. And it is because of misunderstandings of reality. And it is because of belief in the lies that are built because we misunderstand reality. If we misunderstand reality, we're going to lay out a reality that it's all crap. And so we're not here to break it down. 
or fight it. That is a trap. Also, we're here to become aware of um, of the nature of its um, behavior, the behavior of the world system. And I'm talking about economics, politics, education, media, pharmaceutical, medical, you know, corporate world. I'm talking about every single aspect of this reality is based upon a basic misunderstanding of reality. And that is that we live in lack. And we do not. We do not. We just don't understand how to connect to the ultimate source of everything, which is God, which is the universe, and which is attention. We, as you know, as it's been written, you know, in the Bible or every many places, you know, we are made at the image of God, in the image of God, which is the creator. Whenever we put our attention on something, we are creating reality. And creating is a very, you know, fuzzy term. What it really means is rearranging the building blocks of reality in in, in new, and, 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 and not new, but, you know, unused ways in this reality. Because everything's already been, it's already exists everywhere. It's just a matter of us as an individual to recognize and build that specifically reality. And it is our attention that does that. Wherever you put and maintain your attention, your life will unfold from that point. You, a lot of people say, well, where is it that this shit happened to me and I had this and this and this happened? I wasn't a thing. My attention wasn't there. And that is because it's exactly the work we're doing here, recognizing unconscious attention. We have, we're so powerful and so beautiful that we have been given the ability to have conscious and unconscious attention. And so that's the work we're doing here. We're learning how to make the unconscious attention conscious. And when we make it conscious, it stops behaving like a spoiled brat little kid that's pooping on all over the place. And, and, and in that point, we realize that all, we did, all that he wanted was attention. Your attention. The attention of God. And what is that? That is love. And so, all of that information is there. And you can learn more about that. Listen to episode one. But let's dive into what Richard Rod has to say. And Richard Rod is the author of this Jinkies book and this system. And he is a beautiful British philosopher and mystic and writer. And um, and so we're just going over his work and kind of like he his work is basically the contemplation on the I Ching, which was, you know, made 3000 years ago or more. And so we're contemplating that. And now you're going to contemplate this contemplation. So it's a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a chain of contemplators. Right. Because ultimately this isn't truth. Truth is experience. You have to live it until you live it. You're just head tripping. And nothing wrong with that, but when we put enough attention into something, we're putting energy and we're going to manifest. When we manifest, then we know. And a bunch of experience like that will give us um, wisdom, ultimately, so that we know how reality works for us. Because that's the most beautiful part of all of this. Reality is multidimensional. There is no such thing. As a set of reality that fits for anyone. When the sooner we realize that, the sooner we realize that there are no fucking um, shortcuts or 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 um, you know one size fits all or instruction booklets. 
And that is why when you listen to me and I'm, we're going through all of this stuff, you go, you think, oh, this is going to be an instruction booklet that's going to get me anything. No, this is a, it is a catalyzer. It is a tool in order for you to get your own download. And it's extraordinarily useful if you know how to use it properly. But the ultimate information comes directly to you. And, and it's using this tool properly that's going to help you do that. And it is, uh, it, is, it, it is incredibly vast and powerful. But it is in the truth because the truth doesn't come from words. The truth is experience. So let's dive into this 53rd jinky and what uh, Richard Rohr has to say. And I'm going to give you my feedback with that. So he calls it Evolving Beyond Evolution. The programming partner of this Jinky 53 is Jinky 54. So we're going to have the chance to um, go straight into that as we're going through. It's also part of the Ring of Seeking. And both Jinkies are part of the Ring of Seeking. As also Jinky 52 that we just... Um, we just finished. So it's all part of this, like, how do we move through, how, how reality recognizes itself, how consciousness recognizes itself. Because it's seeking. What is it seeking, right? And so this is called the 53rd shadow of immaturity. And there is the way that I see it ultimately is recognizing that there's only one recognizing that there's only one responsibility and ultimately that is the maturity and the immaturity because as long as there's another we can point the finger right and 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 then that immaturity is what creates all of the suffering in reality but we're gonna dive into what he uh, calls the false cult of the individual the reason he names it like that is because he's amalgamizing the personality and the observer into the human. And so from that perspective, he's taking the output of the personality, which is separated from the whole, as if it was who we are. And that is in the way that I, that is the false understanding of reality. So you cannot you cannot call it the false cult on the individual because the individual is not the personality. The individual is the observer, is the allowing of the divine light of creation to drive through, drive you forward. And that is not, that is not thinking. That is not thinking. That is not emotion. And when I mean emotion, I mean the polarized energy, um, uh, unbalanced male and female polarity for the first three seals, first chakras, first plane of existence, right? When we um, um, depolarize that or, or, or neutralize the polarity on the fourth seal, the love opens up the heart. At that point, we have feelings, which is our states of being. Those are not emotions. And so... Um, when we have, um, before you begin anything new in life, you need to ask yourself, what is the true essence of this beginning? And so, this is another fallacy, because there is no beginning. And that is ultimately the, 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 the answer to the riddle of what is time. Time exists only if there is a beginning. And you say, well, everything that has a beginning has an end, Neil, like the Matrix would say, right? But there isn't. There is no beginning and there is no end. 
There is just what it is and has always been forever and ever. So if you're going to begin something, this is the personality that is thinking that's beginning anything. What you're doing is just observing the building blocks of reality and putting them together. And you say, oh, well, that's a beginning because you're building something new. No. Because this is where the personality starts defining itself. I am the creator. I am the God. Or I am the victim. Or I am this and I am that. But it is not I am. But I am becoming forever and ever. This endless change. When you understand that life is the endless change of the present moment forever and ever. You are not something. You are in a state of flux. For all eternity. Because you don't exist. You are change itself. And you are everybody. So you're looking at a beginning. And, and so he's going into. Because you know. If, you, if, there, if there's a seed of fear in the beginning. That that eventually is going to. Um, unravel that creation in the future. And that is because it's still being seen. From a limited perception of time. What is unraveling in the future? The next, you know, 5, 10, 20, 50 years? In the next 5 million years? At some point, the whole fucking solar system is going to go supernova. And this is go bye-bye. Are we still going to be there? Of course. We are there now. Because we can observe it. Remember, we're flipping up the three dimensions of time for three dimensions of space. Three dimensions of space for three dimensions of time. Our consciousness just went there right now. We saw the end of the solar system. But it all comes down to importance. This self-importance, right? If you are beginning something, how fucking self-important you are to believe that it cannot contain fear. Oh, because it's going to contain the seed of fear. It's going to unravel in the future. In the way I've observed reality, and everybody has you know, observed reality differently, we're all coming from the shadow. Because we're all coming from that core misunderstanding of the, on the creation of this multiverse that is made out of the refuse of the previous multiverse, which is time. They did not want to use time in the previous multiverse because they thought they knew it was radioactive. <laughs> and then here we are suffering for 13.8 billion years because we're experiencing time, which is the separation from here and the source. And it's not even real. It's, 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 a, it's a construct. But it's so pervasive because of the coagulation of matter into physicality that <laughs> it, become, it becomes this incredible video game, right? That we're so immersed that we think is so real. And we're going to be talking about soul in a little bit as he dives into that and his misunderstanding of, of that reality also. Because, and this is the very core, like I just said at the beginning of this whole thing, because he's observing it from the outside. I'm talking about Richard Rohr. He's looking at it from the outside. From the inside, there has never been a separation. But as long as we're trying to get there, we're never going to get there. So all this work of the synergy and the and syntropy and the community and utopia and collective, all of this is shit. 
Because the more you're trying to make something, the less it works. There is only love. There is only giving. There is only allowing. There is only manifestation of becoming of the individual. Because at that point, you're not going to go around trying to make all of these systems where people are going to have to show up on time and show the card for it to you know, get stamped. And now you're going to get your fucking you know, discount on the cafeteria. At some point, somebody's gonna get somebody's gonna get pissed off and say, "Well, I want more money." Oh, where did your utopia go? You see, what I'm saying the kingdom of heaven, the future, the manifestation comes because you become it. You take responsibility and stop being immature, which is believing that you're here to create something that involves people. Because people don't exist. You're trying to involve others in whatever head trip you have going on. Where is it going to go? It's going to go to the same place. I'm not saying don't have a family or friends and don't make businesses. I'm talking about coming back to this core, right? You know? And uh, let's, let's, let's go here to where he's going because I, I kind of went a little ahead of, of time so that you understand what I'm saying. So he's saying, at the shadow frequency, fear is an inner yoke inextricably bound to human intention and intention and human intention. And here's the problem. When he says human intention, what he's talking about is the personality. We are not human. Human is an invention. Okay. There's God that is writing these bio-machines and then there's the personality which is the consequence of the mind-body consciousness. Two very different things. This is a creation. This is the body, the mind, is, it's, it's a machine. And since it's part of God, part of life, it has a purpose and its purpose is survival. So what is going to come out of survival? Because survival doesn't even exist in the first place because this is subatomic structure. From dust you come till dust you become, right? What is it going? It's going into the grave. It's going to dissolve back. We come from stardust, eventually being built out of the thing that your mother ate. And it's going to be turned. The instructions of the DNA is going to make a baby. And now you're here. But it's not you. It's, it's your, your horse. These are horses. These bio-machines are horses, <laughs> and they are programmed to survive a, a, a um, hostile environment. But it's all a game, right? So here it is when he's saying, at the shadow frequency, fear is an inner yoke. Inex fear is an inner yoke inextricably bound to human intention. The human doesn't exist. Just like keep saying, people don't exist. It's the personality that wants stuff that can't have because we are the ones, the observer, your soul, God, consciousness, right? The universe is the one who chooses where the attention goes. So the personality is constantly trying to trick you because it's afraid. So how the fuck are you going to create anything that at its very core, it does not have fear? And this is where this whole head trip is coming here because, you know, he's saying, you know, oh, if you're going to be making creations at the very core, it's going to be fear. And at some point that's going to unravel. But, duh. Of course. And what's wrong with that?
The point here is not to create anything. The point is to experience the creations. You can create everything, but if you don't experience it, then what's the point? What is the journey? You want to have this nasty journey that was a wild ride. At the end, you're like, fuck. You have no hair and you're like all fucking bruised. But what a ride. That is experience. That is what God wants. God wants the experience of the video game to its max galore. At some point, you you know, it's like, a, you know, an old dog. You know, you were like jumping and licking everything for, you know, 10, 15 years. And at some point, you're just looking at the puppies doing that. Nothing wrong with that. But the point here is this, right? At the shadow frequency, fear is an inner yoke inextricably bound to human intention. And intention is like the arrow that you load onto your bow, the bow of your actions. Of course, that intention is the choice of attention, right? Because you're the one choosing where you're putting your attention. Now, if you're not conscious and you're just putting your attention wherever, then you are not putting intention because it's just, just, you know, you haven't been trained to, to have intention. But at the very core, believe it or not, there is a core intention. And that core intention is to heal the sacred wound. It is embedded in the DNA, in the sobatromic, you know, signature of the entire multiverse. We are here to heal the sacred moon. That is our purpose. And so whatever you do is going to be the specific manifestation of that very specific um, uh, angle of reality from which you're healing that, right? So um, no matter how much work we put into something, if the arrow is bent, it will never quite hit the mark you were intending. And... And, and, you know, ultimately at this point, you can look at it from, from the perspective of like, you know, Thomas Alva Edison, right? What was the intent of that, making a bulb? And we don't even know if that story is right, you know, but, you know, the way we have heard the story. Take about 5,000 bulbs to actually make it. Did he have a bend arrow when he fucked up 5,000 times? Or did he have an intention? And that's ultimately because we're going to be diving into reincarnation and the soul and how he talks about that doesn't exist. You know, and that doesn't exist because you're seeing from it from the outside. You are amalgamizing the observer with the personality. And so we have these, um, we're trying to understand how is it that we create reality or that we hone the building blocks of reality together and how we allow these misunderstandings of reality to be what inspires us to, to follow that trail to the beginning of the universe and fulfill that very purpose, which is doing something amazing with the refuse. Because this is our life, right? If you're going to be saying, well... If there's a trace of fear in your intention from the beginning, now you're going to sh be shooting arrows that are bent. You're never going to hit the mark. Welcome to reality. This is what we've been doing since the beginning of the fucking universe. We're still doing that. And we're still here. And what have we gotten out of that? A lot of suffering, but also a profound experience that has given God the, the multiverse Everything. 
everything in so many ways, incredibly profound ways, right? So, but here's where we go into the immaturity, right? So in the context of this 53rd jinky, what we call immaturity is the human tendency to keep loading bent arrows into the bow. Again, um, you could call it human at this point, because ultimately it's just the beginning, right? Immaturity. And what is immaturity at the very core? Is a misunderstanding of reality, misunderstanding of the nature of the wholeness, the holistic nature of the universe, the, the, the projection of the separation of life. And because of that, the lack of responsibility for the individual's life. Because because the, the way this is created and the, the vastness of God, we have our individual lives, right? So because of this, no matter how well-meaning your actions at a low frequency can only lead to further disharmony. And there again, this is a misnomer here. You cannot have well-meaning actions at the shadow because that is that is a no gods or head trip you know that doesn't exist that doesn't exist well-meaning actions don't exist in the shadow because it's all fear and it is the 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 fertile ground for reality in fact you could even make the point that time is fear Time itself is, the shadow is fear. As long as we exist within time, we exist within fear. So, obviously there's going to be disharmony, but it's not something that you can escape. It's something that you, you only have to re realize. As long as, and this is the nature of the world, you know, as long as we keep experiencing life um, in the in in within time we're going to keep repeating these loops of fear and so since the 53rd shadow is so closely linked to its programming partner the 54th shadow of greed um in the world we find fear to be the most and almost to be the root of almost all businesses, even those that claim to be service-based. And so now he's going into the connection of uh, immaturity and greed, which is the programming partner here too. And also I think he's using the words, um, the words, I would not use the words like that, but the essence of the concept is accurate. And it has to do with a mis with the same misunderstanding of reality. We are greedy because we feel like we don't have. And we feel like we don't have because we're disconnected from the infinite source of, of, of abundance, which is consciousness itself. When you have access to consciousness, you have access to ideas, you have access to possibilities. When you don't have that access, you don't have nothing. And so that's where greed is born, right? But he calls it the, the need for wealth. And that is, uh, that I, I don't use that word. But let's dive into that, right? So um, in human business at the shadow frequency, growth is praised above all else, even though too much growth is unsustainable and damaging to the environment. And I would say there is no such thing as too much growth. Because otherwise you wouldn't have an infinite universe, you know. 
so that's also you know lack of using proper words but but what i would say is that the growth that comes out of the shadow is unsustainable so what i mean is growth out of fear which is growth with greed this you know 54 um, programming partner which ultimately it's not for um because it's like a tree, right? When a tree grows, eventually it's going to be big, but it's going to have fruit. So it's going to have something. It's going to give something because it has to because it's its nature. It's, it's, it's a torus, right? It's, going, it's, it's receiving from the universe and it is giving automatically, organically, goes out into the universe. And so there is no lack. So there is... Um, um, growth that remains in the shadow is unsustainable so we're going to we're talking about the human we're talking about when we're talking about the manifestation of the personality the world shadow the shit of system that we have here of course it's unsustainable is it going to destroy the earth no no we're like fucking you know fleas on top of the earth you know if the earth at some point thinks that we because it thinks right that we have come to the point that we have like we're 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 overwhelming we're overwhelming our stay here is just gonna flick us off like 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 fleas with a volcano or a you know super volcano or a, a big earthquake, whatever, an ice age. Doesn't matter. The the whole thing is connected. A solar flare. It's the end of you know the the, the parasites because at that point that's what we become. Not us, the the observer, but the we let the personality run the show, and now it fucked up everything. And that's what's happening. But it's not necessarily going that direction because people are waking up. It's actually uh, serving as a catalyst for pushing us to our awakening. It's my perspective because I'm shifted to that parallel universe where that is real. So, and here is where he's talking about, yeah. Even um, though too much growth is unsustainable and damaging to the environment. It's damaging to us, but it's not going to be damaging to the environment. And this is the lie of the fucking climate change bullshit, you know, that they keep trying to push. <laughs> we are never going to do anything to the to the earth. Yes, of course, you don't want to be, you know, breathing fumes, right? Or, or, or being dependent on, on uh, um, 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 hydraulic despotism for uh, fuel. But we are not big enough to affect nature. Right, we are. And I'm talking about uh, as, a, as a race of, of of creatures. Right, we are just an animal, another animal that lives here, and and we are incredibly loved to be allowed to do all of this nonsense that we're doing it. Right, but when you understand the whole climate change thing, it has absolutely nothing to do with climate change, but it has absolutely everything to do with control, control of resources, control of time, control of people, and. Uh, then obviously it's collapsing because it's not going anywhere because people are waking up. But that's another story. I'm just going on a tangent there. But um, so, however, the 53rd shadow does not only concern business. It is a genetic reflex at the root of our whole civilization. Because of this fear reflex within us, we cannot comprehend the great laws of nature, the prime law being that of abundance. And now he's talking about that, exactly what we're talking about. The, the shadow, the personality cannot comprehend the law of abundance. So I think that the main thing that as, as I keep diving into this study of the Jinkies is you cannot 
communicate this message unless you understand that you are not human. We are not human. We are riding bio-machines in this reality. Who we are is not the body. And the body has its own thing going on, this personality, this body-mind consciousness that is afraid of dying because it's programmed to protect itself because it's in, it's in an environment that it's relatively hostile. There, If you go out there in the bushes and mountain lion comes out, you know, and you don't have a shotgun, that's the end of it. So it, it is programmed genetically to run or to fight, right? But that's not what we are because we are eternal beings. And this is the other beauty of it, that you can only see the soul when you are the soul. You cannot speculate about the life of the soul from the outside. And this is another thing that happens when we're looking at all of this from the personality, right? And we're going to get into that. Maybe we'll get into that tomorrow. So we're reaching kind of the end here. But when nature is left to her own devices, she flourishes while at the same time never losing touch with the overall picture. And this is another, you know, this is the kind of shit that personality thinks about. You cannot command nature. You cannot like, oh, you know, not let nature. It's like when nature is left to its own devices. Are you fucking kidding me? Nature is there. It will always be there. It is nature that is allowing us to head trip. You could say, well, you know, you build these cities and you're going to try to control this and that, you know. That is the love of nature. It's God. Nature is God. It's so vast that it says, okay, yeah. You jump on me and paint me, you know, mustache with, with you know, black markers, you know. It's like, yeah, jump on my back, you know. <laughs> it's like it's 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 a parent. It's the the sweetest, most loving, most allowing parent, and we are babies. There is no such thing as nature. It's left to its own devices. Nature is, and its love is is almost infinite. I think it is infinite because if at some point we would get to be so parasitic, then it'd be love to um, eradicate us. So the love of nature is infinite, including the parallel timeline where, you know, humanity becomes an absolute parasite that needs to be purged. That is love also. So in nature, if one species becomes too prolific, then a counterforce responds to the imbalance and restores equilibrium. Man is also part of nature and subject to this same um, laws. And, you know, obviously that's exactly what I just said. So I'm going to leave it there because we've reached the end of the episode today. And then we're going to continue tomorrow. And it might even be two or three. We're, we're, I'm not sure how many, but we're going to be diving into this. This is very important because we're going to get into responsibility and we're going to get into um, the, the understanding of this balance between wealth and prosperity and allowing and the head trip of the utopia and all of that stuff tomorrow. But um, on part two of when we're diving into this shadow of immaturity. Podcast, uh, it's um, every week, uh, probably, you know, two to four, five times a week. It's kind of like <laughs> becoming a little bit of a kind of like a, a stretch, but... 
this week we're gonna we're gonna do our best to cover all of the shadow here so it could be the next two three four episodes um and you can find us on every podcast app out there particularly go to jorn.tv that's j-o-u-r-n.tv that's the homepage of the podcast you can find all the 770 episodes there and uh if you go to the bottom menu you'll see the gene keys link and that is um you can see that one there you can see that one uh it has everything that you need to get started with this and also if you click on the um the pioneers link that will take you to the pioneers of the great awakening category on our podcast that you can also find on our rumble um link and these are video interviews that we have with beautiful people that uh, tell us their story of how they went through into the darkness and found the, found their own healing and now they're giving that healing because as soon as you find love the power of love is infinite you cannot hold it back that is why when i'm talking about when we're talking about this manifestation of the next consciousness we're not talking about something we're going to be doing but it's something that is inevitable because it already is the moment you are satisfied with your life fulfilled the moment you're feeling and experiencing the love of god the love of god is infinite the balance and and harmony of the universe is infinite the abundance of the universe is infinite and so what is our, our ultimate desire as splinters or little you know areas as angles of the light of god having our part of the journey here expansion forever and ever going to where never with life god has never gone before because that's how god experiences life right so all of that is always like opening up what is it that's going to give us that next experience and it is love love is the next experience because at that point is that you know how we see it is to you know hate somebody and then get into a fight and try to be right and even though it doesn't fucking work and nobody wins, it's like it, that was easy. You just did it. But love, to surrender to that love, to find out that love, to live in that love and to not expect anything from anyone, to don't want to change anyone, to don't want to create anything that involves changing anyone, but to just give. Give everything that you are receiving from the universe because you have infinite download. You are a fountain. There is no way that you could hold a tsunami from passing through you. You're just a conduit. And the more you allow that, the more expansive you become. So, um... You know, you can look at all of those interviews on uh, Jordan.tv. And if you want help understanding this work, working with this and, you know, getting it, figuring out your hologenetic profile or you want some coaching, you know, applying all of this into every aspect of your life. If you're stuck in your dark night of the soul at the very bottom uh, right corner of Jordan.tv, there's a support link. Click on that one and, that, and on that page you can find all of our coaching uh, programs there. And you can find all of our social media and all of the places where you can find the podcast. And you can sign up to our mailing list. All of that there. So um, check out that if you want some um, feedback, a soundboard to work with. Ultimately, this is your work. And we're just uh, brothers and sisters sharing information, not truth. 
in order for you to have that connection and that conversation with God. And you get directly that specific frequency tone. That, that's what we're looking for. We don't want words. We, don't, we want experience that changes and changes reality in your own heart. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.